Hello, everybody. We are excited to announce our partnership with Homefield Apparel through the Dave Campbell's Republic of Football Podcast Network. Homefield has launched their North Texas Apparel line as they continue to expand their growing collection uh, that is now over 150 teams across the country. Obviously, this is a huge deal for us as we are incredibly excited to give y'all a discount code for y'all's orders as y'all go in there and see what they got and obviously uh, buy things just based off Twitter. Y'all will be doing plenty of that. The discount code is MGREEN, which gives first-time customers 15% off and for returning customers 10% off. Again, the discount code is MGREEN for those watching. Let's put it up on the screen, Colin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that code works for any purchase of home field, even if it's not North Texas specific. Home field is obviously uh, one of the major apparel lines in the entire country. It's dedicated to diving into the archives and history of each school to discover unique designs that make them perfect for showing off your school pride as college football returns. Colin, what, what do you think of home field apparel? Yeah, I mean, I feel like as all North Texas fans, we've been waiting for a moment like this in a long time. Obviously, home field apparel seems to have the hookup for us. I mean, I'm really, really excited to get my hands on some of those designs that they got. As Bruni already said, they don't just have the generic, you know, North Texas. It's It dives into what makes a school special, which I think I'm the most excited for. So you'll be seeing some of that on the podcast if y'all, y'all are watching. You'll be seeing yeah. us wearing some of that stuff. Definitely. If you're interested, visit the Homefield website at homefieldapparel.com. It's super easy, and you can access their wide-ranging selection of, of teams. Shop at Homefield and use our discount code MGREEN at checkout to get your discount. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell with his new setup in his new house. Congratulations, yeah. Thank Colin. You. Uh, we're joined today by Gabe Blair, North Texas offensive lineman. Gabe, how are you doing today? I'm here at living another day. <laughs> the most relatable response I've ever heard. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. No, no sugarcoating it. Uh, how, how, was, uh, how was camp today? How was practice? Uh, you know, just another practice, another day grinding, hitting. Just got to get yeah. ready for tomorrow. Do the same thing. Yeah. Um, I wanted to start um, this interview off looking at the past two years uh, for you and for obviously y'all as uh, just your perspective on what it's been like, you know, going through um, those two years where y'all were successful and then, you know, kind of had the ups and downs. Uh, just you obviously getting to start two years. Just what, mm-hmm. what were those like years like for you? Uh, well, of course, the first year, my freshman year, we started off one and five. That was rough, but like we we stuck it together, came back six and six, went to a bowl game. Next year, I don't even know what our record was, but it was positive, went to a bowl game in the championship. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I ever since I've been here, it's just we get so close in so many games, we'll just get so close to winning, or it would just be going our way, and then just one thing. I just I feel like with this new there's new coach and everything. I think that we'll be able to figure out like the, the one, two little things that happened that made us not win. And I think we'll be able to win. Like, especially like the SMU games, I think. Mm-hmm. I think we could, we could have done better and maybe even won both of those, both my years, but we didn't. So. Uh, my, my question was going to be, what's the biggest challenge been, but it sounds like that that's kind of been the biggest challenge in your first two years is, is overcoming those, that those little things where you can almost win games. Would you say that that's what it is? Yeah, for sure. Like we like most of the time we beat the teams we're supposed to win. Like we lost mm-hmm. UNLV, which I think we should have won, but yeah. we beat the teams we win. It's just the teams that you know is a good challenge for us, or people don't even think we're gonna win. 
we I feel like we're always in the game. We're always there. It's just one little thing here, there. We just can't. We just got to put it together and then we'll be able to roll. Yeah. Um, looking back on your, I mean, you get into North Texas and kind of going from there, we always heard, even before your freshman year started, we were like, we heard, yeah, man, that guy Gabe Blair in the, in the weight room is, is killing people, man. That was before your freshman year. And yeah. so it didn't surprise us when you got, you know, started early on in your career, got a lot of reps early. Um, did you know when you committed to North Texas, um, you know, when you kind of maybe got there, like right off the bat, you're like, I have a real shot at starting as a freshman and making an impact early in my career. Yeah, for sure. So I, I came in. That's that's the biggest reason I came here. I had coming out of high school, I had like USC, Tulane. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of offers and also COVID messed up my recruiting. Yeah. But yeah, it's just UNT. I definitely saw UNT as I could I could play off bat. And when I got here, like when I got here, I didn't know, but I just kept playing. First year, I got switched. I was like rotating, and then I finally got the spot. But that's the biggest reason why I came to UNT is so I could play my freshman year. Obviously, it's uh, it's all. I mean, you played in Denton in high school. How big is it for you to, you know, also continue playing in in, in college in Denton? Is is that is all close to family and everything like that? Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. The biggest thing is just very convenient. You know, I'm I live I still live at my house. I'm like ten minutes away from campus. I still so you're chilling. Family. Yeah, big chilling. That's the, <laughs> that's the way to do it. it. I'm chilling, no cap. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's the way that's the way to do it. You don't gotta, you know, you still have the meal plan option, but you don't gotta go to like Kerr Hall or something like that in a yeah, snap. You just you just drive home. Yeah. Those uh those those um dining room those dining room meals can can only get you so far. Uh, that's, yeah, that's I, I ain't gonna lie. They they uh, at Eagles Landing. It, it's not too bad now. I ain't gonna lie. Be going there sometimes. It's pretty good. We didn't we didn't have access. To See, that. we're old. We're old. We graduated. <laughs> we graduated twenty or I got twenty twenty. You're calling twenty eighteen nineteen. So it was getting built. What twenty one or something like that. Yeah. So we 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 didn't have that. It's nice now. Y'all missed out. I ain't gonna lie. <sighs> What's your favorite maybe. thing at the dining halls? Like you you roll up to Eagles Landing. What what are what are you getting? Oh. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, they pizza, they pizza is gas. Like they, they always got pizza that's smacking. I ain't gonna lie. I got that. All right. All right. We when I got there, sheesh, dating myself, 2016, the the union had just got built, Colin. Remember that? Yeah, the union wasn't even built. I went to the old union. Yeah, you were old. Right old so. Yeah. That's anyways, funny. anyways, there's some backstory from us. <laughs> um the all right, let's talk about another um change for you um offensive line coach john cooper um i believe this is your third offensive line coach in three years because technically blesh moved off the offensive line um what what can you tell us about him you know his approach just how he is uh and what he does that makes him unique oh well it's it's definitely different from coach clem i ain't gonna lie like coach clem was like he was like the goat like he was like he's him Mm -hmm. coach Mm -hmm. i ain't gonna lie a good coach he came from ou we watched a lot of ou film I, i like coach coop he's real Real positive. You don't yell a lot. He's just like a really positive guy. Really, he really he's not trying to step on nose toes, but he like really positive guy. Like he'll if you down, Coach Cool would definitely bring you up. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it? Because the front offensive line, and I don't, you know, it's easy to watch like a wide receiver, quarterback, but what changes with Eric Morris for you in this new offense as an offensive lineman? Uh, just to be honest, more like pass blocking. Mm-hmm. I just, just got to lock in on pass blocking for real. Like, uh, like I feel like for my personally, I feel like uh, I'm pretty good at run blocking. But like with this new offense, I have to really lock in on being better at pass blocking and stuff. 
So you describe the new offense as being, I guess, more pass heavy than in years past, probably. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, heck, the past two years have been running with yeah. those four running backs right yeah. behind you, right, right on your, right on your ass every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Obviously, I, I do want to ask about. Uh, obviously, losing Manasse. Um. You know, he finally uh, graduates and moves on. Uh. What for you is there like a responsibility to step up as far as a leader? as far as leadership goes or just, you know, helping out the younger guys? Uh, yeah, for sure. You could definitely say that. Uh, like, losing Manasseh, like, he was here. Like, he, like everybody knew Manasseh. He was like, a, yeah. like, everyone looked up to Manasseh. He's been here forever. He stepped out. That's definitely, a, like, huge shoes to fill. Like, I, I don't, I'm not saying that I filled him, but, like, I'm trying my best to, like, still be like, like, I'm not the biggest. Like, I don't talk that much. I ain't going to lie. I don't really be saying that much at practice or anything, but I'm trying to, like, boost other people up and they also uh like we made a leadership council like we got a leadership council with like some of the people on it and i'm on it and i'd be trying to talk in there and so I'm, I'm trying to become a leader i'm trying to fill those shoes but i think everyone has the o-line has kind of like stepped up a little since he's left and locked in more and stuff have you seen yourself doing anything different with um mose gone like speaking i mean you said you don't speak a lot but have you seen yourself speaking up more or anything else uh yeah i probably i definitely do speak more uh, like when I first got here, I barely said a word to anyone. And then my sophomore year, I talked more. And then I'm definitely starting to talk more. I also think I'm just getting more comfortable with people. So I'm starting to talk more. It's becoming easier to become a leader and stuff. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. As a freshman, you probably just you just walked into the weight room, just did your rep. Yeah, and yeah I was just trying to get through the day. Get through the day. And now look at you. Now you're doing a podcast. Yeah. With a backdrop. Yeah, they got a whole yeah. backdrop for you over there. <laughs> Never, never had that on here. Um, let's see where are we at. Um, I guess in in general with this fall camp, obviously new coaching staff, everything for you. So we've already touched on some of the changes uh, for you, but just in how it's ran, you know, the general philosophy of of Eric Morris and stuff. Just what have you seen that's really stood out to you? Like, wow, we've I've never had to do this before. I've never been in this situation before. Whether that's meetings, you know, film, anything like that. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's like too crazy of a change. I feel. I feel like most people's like scheduling sick isn't that like different. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like this fall camp, like my first fall camp, like I thought I was gonna die. Like it was awful. Like I was yeah. struggling. Last year wasn't bad, but this year. This year, I feel like like I'm still like hurting and sore, but I feel like they really like trying to take care of us, especially like with Kagan's, like what Kagan's is doing, like he mm-hmm. Kagan's getting us right. That's all I know. Yeah, Kagan's is getting us right. Um, so in fall camp, obviously you're going against someone on the op- opposite side of you. Who's the toughest D lineman that you go against, or who's the person that you you have like a rivalry with? If you have who gives you problems? Uh, who gives you uh, problems? Or does anyone give you I'll problems? Say- I would say so. Is so with uh, on run block. I'd say it's Rod. Like he's just he's just a little stump. Like he's it's yeah. just hard to move him. <laughs> and then when it comes to pass pro, like June, I'm not June be shaking and baking me. He be making me look stupid all the time. I ain't gonna lie. He hits me with a shimmy all the time. I be looking dumb. Those definitely. Yeah. Well, June June's you know he's he's a quicker guy. You know that that's kind of I guess his mo, isn't it? Right. Yeah. That, that's different. Um, when it comes to pass protecting. Um, and you said you've worked hard to, to improve that. And you said you've watched film. Is, is it like as easy as watching, you know, NFL type stuff, or is it more so working with, with coach on what he did at like Oklahoma and stuff like that? Uh, I mean, watching film and everything, like, I feel like watching him is like seeing what mistakes you need to correct. And then really just coach Coop and coach move. 
just locking in to like really just drilling it like have make sure mm -hmm. making sure like walkthroughs i'm working on it like even when i'm not going like make sure i'm working on it working on my hands and my feet like just i gotta constantly repeat every reps like with my hands i gotta just make sure i'm doing everything the right way all the time even as like walk through or whatever i just gotta stay locked in like always working on something yeah. Is it? Is there? Oh, sorry. Bruno. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go on. I was gonna say, is there something specific? Because obviously, um, you said you were a good run blocker, and Bruno just brought this up. Is there something specific with pass blocking that you have to do differently? That's like in your mind all the time. So, like, honestly, it's just like I feel like, like I, I'm always just in my head about pass block. Like I, I always overthink, and I, like I just gotta. Most of the time, it's just me like getting out of control. If I just stay calm, stay passive, like just do what I'm supposed to do, I'll be fine. It's just, I don't know. I just I feel like I got out of the whack. Like I. Once, like, right before this hit me, like, I start doing, like, I'll start, mm -hmm. like, moving my feet a lot or, like, move my hands. Like, I, if I just, I just got to stay calm, sit in there, just get out of my head, really. Um, well, I think the last thing I had was uh, looking at the, the transfers y'all added, um, even maybe freshmen, but specifically the transfers. Uh, what have you seen from them and how they've kind of helped y'all as a group? uh kind of round out with some depth and you know guys competing for starting jobs as well oh uh, yeah i think that like some of the like paula paula larry ethan all like all three could have shots at starting it's just mm -hmm. you guys see how fall camp goes out i feel like all three of them are great additions like to the team like to the whole line i feel like we just gotta see at the end of fall camp we just gotta keep going and see how they do see if they can beat beat someone out or yeah say where they are yeah and then uh, while we're on the topic of, of competition, uh, a lot of the talk during the spring was about the quarterbacks. Uh, just what what have you seen from all of them and how they've kind of approached, you know, the spring, the summer, the fall? Um, obviously, Reuter and Earl uh, returning and then Rogers coming in and joining the group. Uh, to be honest, like I, all of them working, I see them all working. They all rotate in. I get to work with all of them. I really don't know who's going to start. You know, we'll have to see at the season. I feel like they're all doing good. I see them all in practice. They all throwing dimes, running, scrambling, making making plays. So to be honest, to to me, I feel like any of them could start. To be honest, yeah. Um, well, I think that's all the serious questions that we yeah. had. Uh, my first question, kind of off football. Uh, well, I guess it's still linked to football, but. Uh, when it comes to the weight room, who's like who's benching more than you, or who's squatting more than you at this point? Uh, I ain't gonna lie, like it's like I'm to be honest. The only thing like I'm doing the most in is clean now. Like, well, that's, yeah, this, that's probably the most important for you. I, I assume just, at this uh, point. We just got a new transfer, Ethan from uh, Arkansas State. He benched way more than me. He's so cold at bench. And then Rod, <laughs> like I talked about earlier, Rod be squatting more than me. But yeah. I still got my clean though, so. Mm. clean so. clean's pretty important so that's that you stick with that we did we had rod on i don't even know how long ago was that during yeah, spring calling months ago yeah with march or something spring. yeah yeah so he was he was talking to us about the weight the weight room and stuff so we we wanted to ask you how, how that goes for you but that, that's good speaking of rod uh he said that his other sport that he'd do if it wasn't football would be track and he said that he competed in the what was the shot put shot put, and, discus. Shot put yeah. and discus i don't know if that actually happened but what would be your second sport <laughs> Hockey. hockey hockey really so with track and field, i hate track and field they try and make me doing it like high school and middle school like i wasn't trying to do it but i want like I, i've just watched a couple hockey games that it looks so so fun and they be, and they be playing like so many more games than us like i know like, i don't know how they be playing so many games but hockey looks dumb fun i ain't gonna lie you, have you ever been uh like to a star wars game or anything no i haven't not yet 
I need it's, to. Com- it's so different going to see hockey than watching on TV. It's like uh, someone stands into the wall and you're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. that's, yeah, I, I've never been to a hockey game, but I always hear that it's like you have to go. It is completely different from watching on TV. But even watching on TV, you're like, okay, there's. No, I began hyped on TV too. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> okay, but as a kid, what did what did you play? Like outside of football? Uh, my first the first thing I ever played was baseball. That's how my like my parents met playing. They played softball together, so I played baseball at first. But I just I was big and fat. Like I I went and just played football. <laughs> you just go play football. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, do you have another one, Bernie? Yeah, we're gonna ask him uh, the hobbies. What 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 are your hobbies? What what do you do for fun outside of football? I ain't gonna lie. All I'd be doing, I'd be playing the game. That's about it. I'd be hanging with my friends and playing the game. That's which game? Uh, I'd be playing Apex Legends and I'd be playing like old school RuneScape. Old school mm-hmm. RuneScape? Oh, I, I play. I I play that a lot. Iron Man. Yeah, I ain't gonna, I'd be wasting my time on that. Too I'll much time. Dude. Number go up and your brain's just like happy about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just got a I just got a rock golem the other day. Really? Yeah. Dang. What level? Uh, I got it at 70 mining. <laughs> yeah. We should have started with this. I have I have a friend. I don't no one's gonna understand this. He Keep he, going. he, Just go. he killed he killed a he got slayer task with a kraken like uh, and got every drop within 10 kills. He got the pet, he got the uh the trident, and he got the uh, the what is it? The uh, Something else, anyways. I, I can't remember. And I, I like did the odds. It was like one in like thirty six million chance yeah, that he so could have had so that. He'd be getting the craziest odds. So he'll, be, he'll when he'll, he'll when he does the Kraken now, he'll go and hop worlds and he'll just laugh at everybody. He like look at my KC and it's an Iron Man, so he knows that no, he's not like. Yeah, that's I, I, gotta, I just made an Iron Man. It's so fun. I'm, I'm so struggling. fun. It'd be taking a minute to do like the littlest things. Littlest things. Yeah, it's awful, but it's fun. Uh, is, oh, now, is that is that PC or is, can you do that on, on console? You on your phone. phone. On your phone, Bruni. You on your phone. It's way worse on your phone, but it is. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. There you go. RuneScape rundown. Yeah. We're gonna have a game on every every week. Yeah. To talk RuneScape uh, RuneScape, the latest in RuneScape. How him and Colin are doing. Uh, that's good. Anything else, Colin? No, I'm good. All right, Gabe. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. This was a lot of fun. Best of luck to you this year. Thanks. We'll be uh, following following you and obviously the team. So maybe we can get you on uh, during the year at some point. Yes, thank you for having me. For sure. Thanks. All right, Colin. Uh, that was a good interview. I enjoyed that. So um, now we can we'll talk about football a little bit. But first, Colin, show us your room. Show us the new uh, backdrop oh, and everything. The room. Let me just. I wish. See now, I wish I lowered everything. That's kind of annoying, but that, I had that concern when I put this up. I wasn't exactly sure where to put it. Um, but then again, if I sit here, it's like, where could I lower it? Anyways, yeah, no, the, I, yeah, we'll need the, to fill out that side. You got the, you got the Zach's. I don't. I wish I had the UNT one, but I only got the Army one. Got mm. all my press passes. They're right here too. You can't see them. Right yeah, you, those need to be on the other side with the other press passes, since you have the American flag. Well, I thought I think I had the monitor curved or turned differently, and then you know, there's I, I take the camera off, but it's like. It's fidgety. Here, let me just, let me just, there we go. Yeah. You still got to fill in that side of the wall though. Yeah. No, I, I need to find something. And also I ran I mean, out of tacks and double-sided tape. So, yeah. you know, we're like. I mean, you go through your photos or something. Do the, the Ryan Woolridge one under the basket. I always have that. I still have that one. That was really cool. That's a good photo. Um, good you know, photo. just any, any photos you could just throw in there. Awesome up there. I got them framed. The, the prize though is the March Madness. Uh, yeah. Those are the best. Signs. Those are the best. Yeah. Um, 
yeah I, I just go and get like print them out and then uh get the frames the cheap frames at walmart and just mm-hmm. boom hang them up like this you know what's crazy is i have i have four 2016 2017 basketball media passes because i'd lose them so often mm-hmm. i just found them in a stack bro we would walk in and we would lose them and just walk in like we wouldn't even know <laughs> yeah, <I> <laughs> just... and I, those are all the ones i lost like i thought i lost i eventually just started yeah. walking in so it was like i guess i don't need them then we, we got just walk in we... one right there mm-hmm. this one yeah so, yeah i mean this is what i did I, I made that whole collage up here yeah yeah with my... and oh um... i did want to show everyone this because i think it's funny with S- with what's happening with smu so i have an smu because i got uh freelance to do tulsa against smu yeah. Power six, baby. Is that what it says on the back? American, American? Power Six. <laughs> That's actually good. That's really good. So when I saw that, I was laughing. Oh, Maya's Maya's barking too. Yeah. How she like the new house? Good. She uh she has a cut on the bottom of her paw, so she can't really walk effectively. And then mm. she tries to fight the dogs next door. And by fight, I mean just barks at them. And there's three huge German shepherds. Did y'all get? Yeah, did y'all get the fix fi- fixed and everything? Fence fixed and everything? Got it stained. The thing I bought can't stretch across, so I gotta figure that out later. But that's a different problem. Hold on, let me make her shut up. All right. Um, I think that's enough talking about Colin's house. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. continue to update y'all as he rounds out the backdrop. Oh, last here. thing, we do have right. a fridge with Red Bulls, so that's good. Wow. You gotta bring yeah. back the streaming, Colin. You gotta, you gotta go yeah. back on Twitch. Now it's and... the real. Str- yeah, so I could stream old school Runescape for, yeah. for Gabe. You and Gabe, <laughs> me and me and Gabe, in the title I can see now, North Texas. Oh, well, 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 how would you say it? How you'd have to say something like that would past really and present North Texas Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, no, no, future North, North Texas, Texas Hall of Famer. Two North Texas greats play RuneScape together. <laughs> Colin Mitchell and Gabe Blair. Um, I don't know if you remember when I almost had uh, Jalen Darden uh, playing a. Uh, madden league with us oh with yeah i do remember that of our friends and then he ended up backing out last minute but yeah jalen darden another guy who plays the game stream that yes we almost remember i I was going to uh stream uh me playing against different uh north texas players during covid uh against madden right oh madden i smoked you so no i was gonna do it in madden but i don't know what the problem was it was like it wasn't copyright. There was a reason why I wasn't gonna be able to do it. I don't know, but anyways, that didn't work out. All right, um, let's talk for about ten minutes on uh, some different topics and whatnot. Um, I meant to send this to you, but I did make a depth chart type thing. I've been living in Google uh, Sheets lately. Hmm. Um, they place docs for you. You've been a big docs guy with the yeah, tables. Docs, sorry, Google Docs. Oh, yeah. still docs guy. Okay, sheets well, is superior. I think it's technically called sheets, isn't it? I don't know. If you make yeah, a table in a doc, it's sheets. It's, it's this sheets. is a sheet. Yeah, it's sheets. Um, all right. Uh, I want to talk about our biggest question marks going into the year right now. Um, obviously, like you can point to different competitions or whatnot, but I think if we look at more of a position unit or general strength and weakness. Yeah. I think I have to start with a question mark I have is how Eric Morris's offense is going to involve the run game and how much they're going to involve the run game. Because 
when we did our tiers of this, the best units on this team, it was running back and offensive line as clear strengths. Yeah. That would lead me to say the run game should be a strength. And you, then you have guys like Gabe Blair and returners like Jet Duncan um, who have been in this system as running backs. Or I'm sorry, as um, as run blockers. Run blockers, yeah. sorry, for the past two years. And now they're learning how to pass protect. Yeah. That's a very serious change uh, schematically and from a personality standpoint for an offense. So that's probably my biggest question is, I don't think this offense is good enough to be 60-40 pass. Oh, I don't have to I, I be definitely, 50. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, because it is interesting. So we feel like, I feel like everyone we've asked, they go, oh, they're going to pass the ball. We're going to pass yeah. the ball. And it seems to be, whereas in years past where we'd hear, hear that and they wouldn't end up doing it, it seems like every player is pointing out what in practice they're doing differently. And uh, I guess, like you said, it, it could make it to where you take, it takes away a strength in a certain sense. But I feel like in order to make a change at all, like if you're wanting to pass more, I feel like you have to make the change. Like you can't wait for the perfect, you know, yeah. the perfect time. So as long as it's not completely abandoned, I mean, I feel like they have the passing offense to make it happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you're starting with nothing. You and, still have Chandler Rogers. You still have Jamori Macklin. Uh, obviously, Roger Burns and, and all the trade member, Trey Cleveland. You can go down the list. So, yeah. And the, the other reason for encouragement is this is a head coach who has created some prolific offenses at yeah. multiple places. Like, this isn't. And again, Seth Luttrell's offenses were very much tailored maybe more so to the personnel in a, in a sense where he had mason fine and they're like okay we can air it out yeah then he gets back to the run game and goes from there no matter what the personnel was i think um eric morris is in the position where you give him some at some players that can just do the job and he can make an offense be i'm not gonna say elite but because you're gonna need elite talent at some point right. but he can make it a sustainably good offense. Right. And that's where I'm most encouraged moving forward is that eventually when he gets the receivers that he sh should be able to get at North Texas in the coming years, you pair that with the quarterback improved quarterback play. I think that's where we start to see the ceiling for this offense and this program really raise because right now we're giving him, you know, honestly an offense that is built to run the football yeah, and he said, "I don't care. I'm Hold gonna up. make this an offense that is prolific as a passing offense, and it doesn't matter what personnel I have." That's where the difference between Eric Morris and Seth Luttrell is. Eric Morris is great in this one thing, and that's mm -hmm. what he's going to base his offense around. Here, here's a question. I've never really thought of this until just now. Every year we go into the season and we go, "Offense is gonna be fine. It's the defense." Are you? Are you? Are there more question marks with the offense? Not because of the way things were in the past, but just because of we don't know how it's gonna work than the defense. I do think the offense has more question marks than the defense. Yeah. Because, and I, again, I don't want to um, say that the defense has no holes because I do think that there are obvious question marks, <clears throat> but the defense, I can point to multiple players at every position and be like, this guy's good. This guy's good. Yeah. Defensive line, we rated them as what was uh, a tier, right? Like they, they were that second tier. They are high level. I think with Richards Brown, um, June, if you want to call him June, Fatafe Vela. Uh, and then you go Enoch Jackson, Cortland Ross. So I think that's a yeah. very solid 
a group there. Linebackers is the question mark with defense. Then you get to the second secondary, and we're looking at Rich Tejada, John Davis. I think that is a that's an awesome one-two punch at corner. Yeah, like, flat out. Um, so again, defensively, we're like we know that they have these guys that are are stars. Offensively, Gabe Blair is their best offensive player, in my opinion. I think yeah. the running back group can all be grouped together as being very, very good, if not elite. And then after that, we have to see what Chandler Rogers looks like. We have to see what Jamori Macklin as the number one receiver looks like, like Damon Ward, Rod Burns, so on and so forth. The rest of the the offensive line with so much turnover. So because of that, I have to just kind of see it more with the offense. So I do think there's more questions as an offense than defense this year. Um, another thing I wanted to point out was Reed, Reed uh, Smith posted videos of the receivers of the running backs catching balls, catching yeah. more balls. It feels like every time he goes to practice, he posts videos of the, the running backs catching passes. And so yeah. that kind of goes to what I said earlier is it doesn't matter if a Kaika Ragsdale or Oscar Attaway who have never caught passes in their life, which I'm sure they have, but it doesn't matter. They are now going to be versatile backs that can play three downs that can do different things out of the backfield so it's a learning curve like i don't want to underplay how much of a change this is for the entire team for everybody that's coming yeah. back which is a, a large portion of this team is coming back that's the interesting thing for me is gabe blair gives us insight of how it changes for as an offensive lineman but i guarantee you if you ask Day or you know oscar attaway the changes either like i've never caught this many passes in my life like that's what right. it is Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we're only a few weeks out from opening opening the opening game. The I think the win total was six and, six a, half. and a half. Yeah. I think you earlier in the in the pre wow off season said that uh you took the over or was it was it six I can't remember. I don't remember if it was six or six and a half when I said over. I don't think I would have said six and a half over as he's. I feel like six and a half is a really good line. Yeah. Because I'm right at six or seven. Right at like six or seven. Right at six or seven, pretty comfortably. And I know uh, I went on Sonoy's pod uh, show the other day. Shout out Sonoy. Shout out uh, podcast you. But um, I'm right at six or seven because I just think there are games on here that they're not going to lose, and then there are some games on here that I just don't think they're going to win. Which is you can say that about basically everybody's schedule, right? Like I right. can say that about teams in the SEC. But like they're not losing to FIU. They're not losing to Abilene Christian. I don't. Um, I don't think. They are gonna lose to um, Louisiana Tech, so there's three wins right there. And then you go to the Navy Temples, um, and even like Tulsa UAB, like those four games in there. Yeah, you know, if you go two and two, maybe you have five wins. If you go three and one, maybe you have six or seven wins. So those are the games that kind of decide it. I will say, the more I read about the American this year, I very much think Minnesota at home. Or I'm sorry, Minnesota. Well, Memphis at home is a winnable game for this team. And if they win that Memphis game, I think eight wins is on the table. Really? And there there I am drinking the Kool-Aid right now. But You are Memphis, drinking the Kool-Aid. This is a good team. But the more I read, and obviously I'm not a Memphis insider here, but we had the AAC insider on. You know, I read things. I think that game at home is something that is doable for this team right now. So I – I look, Tulane, UTSA, SMU, I'm just going to pencil them in as losses. Everything else on the schedule, Memphis being the most prominent, is winnable at this point. 
So yeah. Memphis is being Memphis is like the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, kind of a swing game, I guess, in, a, in to a degree, in sense of they have these four tough games in a row. If you beat Memphis, nothing else really matters because you're probably gonna get to eight wins at that point. Yeah. So. What about for the people that say you're going to a harder conference? How would you get more wins than last year? It is a harder conference. It's a much harder conference um, because I think the games like the games like Navy and Temple. Oh yeah, and Tulsa. I'm I'm saying, how do you get to the seven wins? If people like, I'll be, play devil's advocate. I, how can they? How can the over or under be six and a half if they're going to a harder conference and only got what was it six wins last year, seven wins yeah. last year? I I do think this team. Like, if we just look at this team on paper, I don't want to say the coaching staff is worth X amount of wins, but I think Chandler Rogers, if he is as good as we hope he can be, he is a step up from Austin Ani. Right. And even if you even if you say that he's on the same level as far as talent goes as Austin Ani, it was pretty freaking obvious that they had no clue how to use a quarterback under South Detroit. Like, sorry, Mike Blesh. Sorry, South Detroit. Like, I Fair just... Enough. They, they had multi- four years of not knowing how to use a quarterback yeah. here after Mason Fine. And like 19 quarterbacks. So Yeah. <laughs> Mike Flesh, if nothing else, has shown he knows how to use quarterbacks. I think Chandler Rogers has an awesome year. I know Austin Ani put up like 35 touchdowns or something like that in 14 games. I don't I don't care. Chandler Rogers is gonna or Chandler Rogers is gonna have a 30 touchdown season. Yeah. I don't know the interceptions, but they'll probably be less than Ani's. Um Definitely less pick sixes. And I just think the offense will be smoother in the past game. I think that's huge. Yeah. That raises the ceiling significantly because last year when you're a run first team and you go up against SMU, who has bigger dudes than you, and you can't run the ball, the game's over. Yeah. This time, the hope is you can scheme up. You can scheme up some advantages. That's the difference with this t- this coaching staff. That's the hope I think with this offensive coaching staff. So yeah, um, I'm not saying like there's a there's also a floor that could fall out where you lose to Tulsa or UAB and stuff like that, and you win four games. But at this moment, five to eight eight wins is the range for me. I'm I'm comfortably at six or seven right now. I, we'll have our preseason prediction podcast, but I don't know. I'm probably leaning seven. But that just that might just be me, late drinking some Kool Aid. It's okay. Kool Aid's good when you're going to a new conference. Look, I don't think Cal is very good, so there you go. I think Cal is a very much like a, a winnable game. I don't know what future, the spread is right now. Future AAC member, maybe. <laughs> hmm. We, we, there might not be a P five. I, I, I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know. Like I talk about the conference realignment stuff, but I have no idea what teams are in or out at this point. There's so many like. It's like pieces. yeah, Stanford to the <laughs> ACC, and it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to find um, week one opening line for North Texas um, versus. I don't know how how I haven't looked this up before. Guess the SMU La Tech spread. How about that? There's one for you while I look SMU this up. SMU La Tech spread at SMU at SMU twenty seven and a half, seventeen and a half. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought they um, just disrespect La Tech hard. All right. The North Texas Cal spread is North Texas plus seven and a half. So basically what we said, right? I think I said seven or eight or something yeah. like that. I said under 10. That is I a, think, that's not a crazy game. That's no, not a crazy spread spread no. here. Like seven and a half is one touchdown. I've seen 
much crazier things in my life than a seven point dog win a game. Like, if know. they win this game, God, we're it's so far away. I don't even know if it's they, question. We're not that far, thing. Colin. I was gonna say, I, I know, far. but it seems, it seems lots has happened in the last month, okay? At home um, on ESPN. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, if they win this game. How much Kool-Aid is everyone going to be drinking? <laughs> if we're talking we about Kool-Aid. Drunk that <laughs> night, Colin, I will go buy the shots. On, I will go buy the Kool-Aid, and then we will literally be getting drunk off Kool-Aid. Look, if you beat Cal, if you beat Cal, you have FIU next week. All right? Walkover, win. You have LaTeX the next week. Mm. At that point, I'm drinking Kool-Aid. They're not losing a LaTeX. I don't care if it's on the road. Winning that game. Abilene Christian at home, boom, you're 4-0 just like that. Navy and Temple as your next two games. Perhaps the two, you know, two teams in the bottom uh 10 or in the bottom four, I think, of the conference when they had the, the preseason rankings come out. Like Navy, Temple, they're not easy games, but they're gonna be favored in both of those games, probably mm-hmm. by like three, four, five points. Yeah. There's a shot, there's a path to six and oh. If nothing else, because they're going to be favored in five of these six games. And if they beat Cal, they will be favored in all six. There's or they'll be favored in the, the next five games. Hang the banner. There is Hang a path to six wins. freaking banner. Six and oh. I asked that because uh, they obviously played Cal a few years ago. I, I, I don't even know how many years ago at this point. But it was always every year we talked about this. They never had a win that was... That yeah, was landmark. The, the, the land, not even landmark, just sure. anything. Just give me something, you know, yeah. like, um, and if they beat Cal, you kind of get that confidence where, you know, we just talked to Gabe. He was like, yeah, we could never win those ones that we thought we could have won. Yeah. I mean, if you beat Cal, there's one, you can then go on to beat, you know, whatever, whatever. And then you can step up to be like, okay, now there's a chance to get SMU against SMU. There's a chance against these two lane, probably not, but you know what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not going to those games with your head held down low, you're thinking, okay, we can probably win these because if you beat Cal, I mean, you're no longer looking at North Texas as a team that can only beat teams that it's absolutely supposed to beat. And I think that, like Gabe said, that's the biggest, that is the biggest thing for this team and biggest challenge for this team going forward. I mean, again, if we look at the five games North Texas is probably going to be underdogs in, it's like Cal, seven, Memphis at home, I, I mean, just preseason projecting. Mm. North Texas is probably like five, six point underdogs yeah. in that game, I guess. Something something along those lines, even though yeah. I don't think Memphis is great. Uh, or Memphis is good. They're not great. Um, so, again, those are two games that it, if you can win one of those games, that's something that we saw last year. And, I mean, well, we saw the last four years. They haven't done. Right. So, just give me one of those games, and I'm over the moon. Like, I'm – thrilled at this point with with the with the way that year one goes even if they in seven and five and they lose maybe some games they weren't supposed to like a tulsa or something but they beat cal or they beat memphis yeah again show me you can raise the ceiling of this program i think that's the biggest thing yeah i agree um any other questions looking at the depth chart real quick or any any other um points to to make actually you know what one it's not serious how do you pronounce the stadium name Daku. 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 Doesn't really roll off the tongue like Apogee did. Daku. You going to the dat, dat? The dat. The D-A-T. I'd call it that if I was there. What? The D-A-T or the dat? Yeah, when you get into the dat. But the thing is, is what's the, like, what are you cutting off? Like, if you, if you spell out. 
So what's the, I guess that's true. So what is it? What is it? D A T C U. What's it stand? What's D A T stand for? Denton, Dallas, or something. Denton, Texas, something Texas Credit Union. Let me just qu- let me just quickly get this up because I feel like that matters. I've become know? a lot more familiar with credit unions over the past year. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds like I'm in trouble with the law or something like that, but <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, <laughs> let's just say these loans are uh, fighting back, Colin. I'm about to get fought back here in a month, so <laughs> fighting back. Uh, uh, but yeah, that uh, could... I don't think it's bad because it's not like long. I guess here's the issue is that these folks aren't going to AP style and on first reference, they're calling themselves Datku. So I can't figure oh. out. Sorry. There's no AP style. You should just look up Datku on Wikipedia or something like that. Like you Datku. think the Denton, whatever credit you is it Denton or Dallas? I don't, I don't know. Now I have to figure this out. I got Datku. It. I'll find it. Stands for, I bet you it's it on like... Twitter. It says it's North Texas. Denton Area Teachers Credit Union. So you're going to go to the DAT, the Denton Area Teachers? <laughs> uh, you can't call it that. Why does the Super Pit not have naming rights? It would be awful if it did because then you couldn't call it the Super Pit. I don't I don't care. We need money. <laughs> It'd be like, what was Michigan State a few years ago? Was it like the Rocket Rocket Mortgage Michigan State football team or whatever? Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Rocket Mortgage Super Pit. Rocket Rocket Mortgage. What's a, what's a local? What's a local thing? Super. Let's like you got Daku for Apogee, or I can't even call it Apogee anymore for the football stadium. Um, <laughs> for the football stadium. For the, for the Super Pit, we could do like we gotta, it's got to be a step down. Win, oh, Choctaw. <laughs> no, I feel like that's a step up. Like, I, you know how lit it would be if the football stadium was named Choctaw Stadium? Ooh, bro, especially after Mason Fine. Oh, yeah. I don't think was he Choctaw Indian. I I don't know. I don't think so. But still, we have mm. Oklahoma. You know, right there. Yes, that's true. Uh, it had to be step, like it had to be like Chicken Express or like the Golden like <laughs> like. Does hey, Express even exist Wells anymore? Wells Fargo Arena because they have the Wells Fargo stuff in there. They mm. do have the Wells Fargo stuff mm. on there. That's bring back one, that's bring back up. cigarette sponsorship. I what? <laughs> well. We, you could call it. People would Campbell. be calling. People would be calling the super pit the ashtray because it's shaped the, like one. The, <laughs> camels, camel super pit. I don't think camels exist anymore. The, I don't. I, I don't smoke cigarettes. Cigarettes. I don't anymore. either. <laughs> I just the think. Mar- I just think Marlboro. about that. Whenever, uh, whenever I watch old clips of like basketball and stuff, and it's just like, um, I forget what the old cigarette one was, but yeah, they would always be there on the scoreboard and stuff. I'm like, that's so crazy. Yeah. Shout out cigarettes. Different time. It's a different time. Did you Newport, Newport Arena? <laughs> You're sick. You're sick. Newport Arena is crazy. Um, <laughs> <It's> so crazy. <laughs> definitely calling it the ashtray. Did, did you ever see you or you saw Oppenheimer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just again, I just anytime I see a video of just they're like having a whole conversation just smoking the whole time. Smoke. I'm like, like this shit's crazy. Yeah, that's what it is. Maybe, maybe we need to. Never mind. <laughs> maybe we need to start smoking. Maybe, maybe there's something different. You know, we are not promoting smoking cigarettes, con on this podcast. No. Nope. In the bottom left hand corner of the screen, it has the the Surgeon General warning. 
we've actually been sponsored but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i lose my mind marlboro that's it marlboro, I, I already that's... said marlboro i'm pretty sure camel is, still exists i don't know this is sponsored by marlboro reds but anyways uh that's it uh we hope you enjoyed the podcast uh gabe was really good um we're gonna have another guest on next week it's like instead of like home field sending us shirts we'd get cartons of cigarettes <laughs> just like a pack of cartons we have to stop the podcast every 20 minutes be like i gotta take a smoke break i can't i can't do this oh well slowly turn yellow throughout the, throughout the Your teeth. The teeth. you just see the degrade the degrading of our bodies i'm oh sorry yeah gabriel right. was great Sorry. Anyways, yeah, gameplay was great. Um, yeah, uh, RuneScape was good. Uh, we'll mm. be back next week. We have another guest lined up. This time on the defense side of the ball, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, working on different guests for the rest of the month, and then boom, September second, North Texas versus Cal. We'll get back to twice a week starting September. We'll get our obviously uh, previews, one preview and one reaction every single week. Obviously, mm. so after the game reaction late in the week preview so on and so forth um we'll see how we distribute that on our podcast platforms because i know one is going to dave campbell's and probably the reaction to dave campbell's preview will be on our own feed or something like that so we'll work all that out but anyways thank you all for joining us uh leave us a like comment share subscribe on the youtube channel leave us a five-star rating and review um if you're listening uh on twitter follow us on green room unt almost at 300 followers on uh, twitter or x colin you need to change the logo over there oh the x would look awful in green yeah it it would i think we just leave it but i think we just leave it. anyways until it changes to x.com permanently and twitter doesn't redirect it's twitter okay there you go there you have it so we'll talk to y'all next week um until then y'all be y'all be safe in this heat